And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. It's the holiday season, and everywhere there's no snow. Well, I guess there might be snow, but not right now. For us, it's just a lot of rain. It was like almost 70 degrees over the weekend, D.C. Matthews. at the D.C. Matthews? I definitely went out to pick up food from the local bakery in shorts, Doc Manson at Doc Manson. Um, yeah, it's... It was it was balmy. Did you lose power? We did not. Did you? Nope. Nope. Good. We were good. My parents lost it briefly. Uh, I think the in-laws were without power for most of the day. But yeah, uh, it's possible, <clears throat> according to uh, Mama Matthews, it's possible that over by where uh, certain former third co-hosts of uh, this podcast may or may not live. Uh, might have been out for longer, but I have not heard um, uh, me neither. official word to confirm that at the present. Well, I hope that everything was okay over there. I hope so as well. What you eating there? Just a cinnamon and apple donut. Homemade or store-bought? Um, technically, I guess it's from Dunkin' Donuts. It was brought home for me from work and i think that's where it came from how is it pretty good i I warmed it up in the microwave which caused most of the sugar on the top of it to kind of melt yeah and the inside is kind of warm now almost too hot but not quite and Mm -hmm. it's got nice and doughy and soft it's actually pretty good i i do find that with most donuts possibly not the cream filled ones but most donuts, if you put them in the microwave for just a few seconds, drastically improves the quality. Drastically. Uh, I have here my giant bottle of Fiji water. Did you uh, travel to Fiji to get that? No. We, uh, we ordered some groceries delivered because usually I have to work late on Wednesdays. Today was not the case. We got the gift of time. <clears throat> and we were told the meeting was not, we were called to a, you know, they were like, before we start the the meeting proper, which we're supposed to go into our uh, grade level teams and work, why don't we uh, meet, you know, briefly as a whole school? And we met as a whole school and they were like, we want to give you the gift of time. Plus some of you asked for a portable ice tray. So we bought one of those for you too. Aren't we great? So what's a portable ice tray? I, I, it's a portable ice maker, I suppose. Uh, I can't think of a single person who would want a portable ice maker, but apparently that's what we asked for. Okay. They sent they sent a um, a survey out, being like, you know, usually Is this we like give, for the break room. Yes, I would assume so. They, you know, they have holiday gifts. We've gotten various things over the years. Last year, we got socks. They got everybody a pair of fuzzy socks. Uh, the one year they gave us a TJ Maxx tote bag with nothing in it, and the price tags were still on it, so we knew that each tote tote bag cost a dollar. So every member of the staff got a one dollar tote bag. That's as much as they thought about us. Frankly, it sounds like they overvalue you, but 
this year we got the gift of time, but we ordered some groceries and in the groceries came a giant bottle of Fiji water that we did not ask for, but it just came. And, you know, it's one of those things I, you know, I don't believe you order groceries that often, but I guess I could have like tried to contact the person and been like, you didn't, we didn't ask for this. You could come pick it up and bring it to whoever did want it. Or maybe it's just a holiday gift for us and they decided, you know, give us some water. I don't know. But I will, hap- I will happily drink some. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you could. T- I don't know if this is just the end of the, you know, push towards holiday break. I've got one more day or if I'm coming down with a cold. But uh, my voice feels a little gravelly. But um, are you done? You should be done, right? Pretty much. I mean, I've got incompletes to worry about and so forth. I just had a student email me and say, hey, so I want to finish that incomplete as soon as possible. Can I come and take the final on Saturday? To which I'm going to write back and laugh at them and say, oh, no, I won't be on campus until January the 18th, my good lad. So whatever day it happens to be. So why do you have to worry about the incompletes. Well, because it's my course. And the work they have to do has to be overseen by the instructor. But shouldn't the onus be on them? Yeah. To- Except I'm not going to let them just take an exam from home. So. so. So how does that work? So we'll meet up. And on I January, will proctor an exam. On January 18th? Yeah, probably. We'll see. I have no real desire to do it earlier. Maybe I, think, I will. I do have to bring what's her name? The Mrs. The Mrs. of the Mans of the Sons. What's her name? Actually, that's not true. I, I don't think she's going to work now between now and the new year, actually. So, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think this student might be out of luck. I think you should say, hey, uh, we'll see you on Christmas Eve. Yeah, right. Or New Year's Eve. I'll be here December 31st at 7 p.m. to proctor your exam. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that. All right. Uh, I know there is an email that we'll we'll talk about it, but I want to hear from you before we get to the email. How was the the much hullabalooed dreidel night? It was fun. Did you did you play dreidel? Did you, last week you said you were just going to go up to bed. <laughs> I played. I won. Of course you did. Um, but I gave my prize away. So, oh, what was the prize? Um, it was like a giant gold coin. That was probably, it. Was probably I don't know, probably like six or eight inches in diameter. Um, there was giant gelt to be had. We found it at Trader Joe's earlier this season, wow. and we purchased one as the grand prize, as well as a. Um, it was it was some sort of like um, hot cocoa bomb style thing that you you put in and let it melt. That was part of the winnings as well. Well, good, good. Did you make any new friends? No, I mean everybody who attended was already. No, you made it sound like you didn't know some of the people who were going to be there. Oh, um, well, two of them didn't <clears throat> come because of the threat of the, the rain 
and uh, they're, they're traveling far distance. So those folks didn't come. I knew everybody else. I mean, okay. Did GQ lose drastically? Um, it, actually, the 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 finals came down to me versus GQ. Wow, I did I did win. Uh, but again, I didn't really actually want the grand prize, and I figured, ah, eh, these got kids. That's true. They would enjoy a big, big gelt. So that went home with him. And oddly enough, um, they had, he had brought a gift. I don't know if it was meant to, I think it was meant to be like a Hanukkah gift. Uh-huh. I assume it was, it was from the good misses. Um, but it was, it was a pair of, of extremely large uh, coffee mugs that had dachshunds all over them. Very nice. cute. Very cute. Very large as well. I don't know that we've quite decided where they will live because they are by far the largest mugs that we have ever... Well, okay, it's not as big as that one podcast mug I have, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's they're, they're fairly large. Um, well, so, now you just can put a lot of coffee in there. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be great for my heart. But it is the thought that counts, and I think they're very cute and lovely. Um, and you know, it was, it was a good excuse also to, um, you know, bombard friend of the show, uh, since his birthday was recently, uh, we were having dessert and cake at this thing and he was able to, you know, disappear himself into the restroom. And while he was gone, we got the cake, we got the candles. And when he returned, we bombarded him with a surprise. Was uh, he, was he? Was he, show- was he showcasing bronchial symptoms? Because when I texted no, him no. a happy birthday and said, how, you know, how did you celebrate? He said, I'm experiencing bronchial symptoms. Yeah, apparently he and took I a was, couple days off of work earlier the week as well. So like less there's window that washing. G- there's that GQ. Happy birthday to you. How are you doing? I'm having bronchial symptoms. <laughs> there's always something the matter with GQ. Oh, uh, but he was in high spirits. He played a good rounded dreidel. Um, mm-hmm. But he was no match for King Dreidel. It takes a lot That's of skill to spin that. Oh, yeah. Not a game of luck at all. No. No. Uh, did you chant? I teach my kids. Sometimes when I'm playing with the kids and we're playing dreidel, when it's my turn, I go like this and I go, Gimmel, 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 and then they go, no gimmel, no gimmel, no gimmel, no gimmel. That would have been great uh, if only you had been there to instruct us in the ways of these chants. That would have been very helpful. I, I have I, never played dreidel. This was my first time playing dreidel. In fact, had had I been able to work on the bracket, maybe I would have done an instructional video that people could have played, and then you could have all learned. We would have done the chants together, but there's always next year. Oh, There's yeah. Always There's next always year. next year for you not to come to our dreidel night as well. I don't. Come on now. Yeah. Come, come on. on now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is less than a week before the holiday. Are you excited? I'm always excited, DC. I'm excited to be here. I'm always excited to be here. I, I'm more meant for the holiday itself, for the <laughs> nah, Christmas. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. <clears throat> uh we have some COVID in the extended family. Oh, I'm sorry um, to hear that. So that is going to alter plans, if not cancel certain parts of the plans completely. 
Uh, so that's a little disheartening. They but got that JN1 variant? Supposedly. Supposedly, supposedly. I know multiple people who have either had it recently or currently have it. So, yeah, it evades the immune response. So it seems like it's, uh, I, you know. I don't, I'm not an expert, but this thing's just not going away, Doc. No, I mean, I don't think anybody expected it to. It's We've sort of been expecting it to, uh, well, if you've been listening to the scientists, we kind of said, yeah, this thing's just kind of going to be a thing from now on, or at least for a while. Do you think we're going to, it'll eventually, after 10 years, 20 years, it'll be how we treat the flu now, which is, oh, man, that sucks, but you're not going to, like, drastically change your plans? I mean, at this point, I think some people already are treating it that way. Yeah. And I don't know that they're wrong to necessarily. I mean, I haven't heard much about JN1, but I will say the more recent variants of COVID certainly have been. I I hesitate to use the word mild, um, but compared to the original strain. Yes. And and I I do think that it's it's kind of already getting to the point where, (coughs) yeah, you get sick and you feel bad. But like if the flu really kicks your ass, too, you know what I mean? So it's like the family member who has had it the longest said that they felt tired for a few days, but they didn't have the high fever. They didn't have like the body fatigue that they had a previous time. And by day three, they were starting to feel like they could probably be out in the world. They didn't because they're smart. But, um, you know, it seemed to be milder. So I'm hoping that is the case for anyone who happens to get it. Agreed. So um, I'm sure we've talked about it. Are are we doing another see the parents, see the in-laws sort of thing? I presume, although I actually have not heard of any plans to see the in-laws, which is interesting because the holiday is over already, is already over. So I'm actually surprised I haven't heard anything about seeing them. Perhaps, perhaps we're going this weekend and I just don't know. Um, But yeah, are you are you often the last person to know about plans? Well, definitely only if only because. I mean, the missus talks to her parents and makes the plans. And then once the plans are made, made, I, I am I am told about them. So I, I am I'm always I'm, the last one to know, but that's not abnormal. Nor do I think it's strange because I don't really talk to the in-laws yeah, myself. So but wouldn't I, I don't want to I don't want to cause any strife here. But as you are the one who needs to get people to the places for the plan. I think the assumption is if I were busy, she would know. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's largely true. All right. I think that makes sense. Um, What was I looking at here? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You had at least one other review. I don't know if anyone else has. Oh, boy. Oh, we've got two new ones. Two new ones. No way. Uh, This is a very complex class. True. It requires a lot of outside time spent studying and understanding the material. However, Dr. Manson makes it extremely digestible and simplifies even the most difficult of, of concepts. It's true. Tests were difficult, but doable. If you studied would take him again 
in every class. I would like you to start teaching uh, classical mythology. I think that would be great. I think I can have a lot of fun with that, actually. I think you would. Uh, oh, what happened? Where'd it go? No, I don't want to. No. All right. I don't want to. For a difficult class, he made it much more concise and easier to comprehend. I definitely think studying a week in advance will help you so much. Currently, his exams are only like 25-ish questions, so you really have to ace it. Use all the resources he provides, not just the lectures, and you will be satisfied with your grade after. So that person gave you four out of five, and then also said the difficulty for your course was three out of five, despite the fact that they only got a B plus. Don't look for consistency from uh, student evaluations. Uh, you know, I, with the exception of one or two, like you've got very high ratings. I'm a very good teacher. You know what I, the best quality of your education, your teaching is? My, how your, humble your, I am? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured you said. Yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly look I'm, i don't mean to toot my own horn but i am a decent teacher especially at this kind of stuff and especially mm -hmm. like if i if i like i have seen other people teach courses yes. in the same like i would have to try to be that bad as a lot of my colleagues i i, I know that sounds like i'm just so full of myself but like, no. I, I honestly, I think, it is, I think it is a healthy amount of self-confidence and a damning state of the current professorial system. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, no, I don't think that's, I, we are almost 400 episodes in, um, and I can compare the amount of listens we have to this show versus the amount of listens to my own show. I don't know that I am one of the major selling points. I do just fine, thank you. But I think that you have that magnetic personality that I am sure carries itself over into your teaching. And I am sure that is why. I think the the people are like when Dr. Jones was teaching and the women are just leaning <laughs> forward in their seats and they have I love you like, penciled in on their eyelids and they just keep blinking at you or whatever it is. Haven't had that one yet. Um, I look forward to the day. I look forward to the day. But, you know, I, I will say, you know, as somebody who does speak in lecture halls with large amounts of people in them, uh, we appreciate the, the nodders out there. We appreciate those of you out there who make it appear as though you are listening and and perhaps comprehending some of the words that are coming out of my mouth and out into the ether. Um, it, it, it's, it's a helpful thing that makes me feel in the moment like, okay, I guess it's a good, it's good immediate feedback to receive, I, I guess is my point. Now, I admit there's probably people out there that just sort of nod at everything, and there's no way for you to tell that when you're the one up there teaching, but we still appreciate those folks too. So just just nod when you're listening to somebody give a lecture for all of those of you who are 
out there in school. Yeah, there you go, DC. That's helping me right now. How vigorous would you like the nodding to be? As vigorous as, as you as you think is necessary. I, can you be over vigorous with the nodding? I imagine at some point I might <clears throat> presume that there's some sort of epileptic episode occurring. Um, so I suppose there there is some limit at some point. I haven't seen it yet, though. How about that? Okay. My kids don't nod. I barely get them to look at me. (laughs) I've got a group that really likes drawing. And I was at first I was like, we can't do this. And then I'm like, you're answering the questions. Like you will look up and like raise your hand and all of that stuff. And I also doodle from time to time. Were you a doodler? Yeah, definitely. What what did you doodle? Dinosaurs and aliens and uh did you do the S? Not much. No. No. I wasn't cool enough for the for the cool S. I don't know. Every every kid does it. I don't know why like at what point that just becomes it. I feel like you I, go to like fifth grade. I actually think the reason <clears throat> why I didn't do it was because that S was essentially my high school's like official like logo. Yeah. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like the that's font true. that they used like on sports stuff was literally mm-hmm. that S. So. Yeah, that's fair. So it might not have been a thing in my area as a result. Yeah. I would write like random let words in cursive. And so like if you were flipping through my notes, you were like he wrote refrigerator and then he wrote basketball and then, you know, just like random style. Um, I, was I, wrote, looking- I wrote I wrote this. I wrote I wrote this during my most recent. Meeting. Good luck. Can you read it? You're have. No, you're going to have to unblur your background. Oh. I was in a meeting list earlier this week, and I just couldn't help myself. Instead of doodling, I, I wrote words, and the root word says, this is very dumb, and I underlined dumb because I felt in the moment as though that meeting See, had I, been a major waste of my time. I think I would have underlined the word very. So. But in fairness, my underline kind of starts under very. Okay. You just the you yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I was looking at my Google Drive and I happened to type in the word Christmas just to see cuz we tend to forget what we do with this. Um and I found a holiday jeopardy we did back in 2020 and I found a couple other things mostly Halloween themed. Not surprisingly. And I'm wondering, Doc, since I don't think this is going to come up in the questions um, for the emails this week. If you had to give me your five best for Doc Manson, what are the five best holiday movies? And by holiday, I mean the Christmas Hanukkah December holidays. <clears throat> hmm. What do you give? What's on your list? Huh. Um. 
I assume I, I actually I you know what I shouldn't assume. I'll say you might not die even, hard. You might not even yeah. You might not even like be one of those people that watches holiday movies every year. But do you want like actual holiday movies, or are you asking me for like my favorite Christmas horror movies or something? Or you're really well, just asking me in I'm, general. But the problem is, I'm asking Doc Manson a question. So the expectation is that there's going to be some manner of obstruction. I'm not saying, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm obstructing, but, um, but yeah, I would say Die Hard is a great Christmas film and it is a Christmas film. It doesn't just take place at Christmas. It actually is a Christmas film. Okay. It is about a man who, who, who has gone out to repair relations with his estranged wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. He decides that being with her it, it is, everything to him and he is willing to go through anything in order to regain her companionship uh and i, I don't know oh, he does and he does and I, I just i'm just saying uh you know in terms of the spirit of that movie i'm not sure any other movie could more qualify as a christmas movie so for those of you out there who like to have the arguments about whether i heard is or is not a christmas movie i Look at the themes, man. Look at the themes. I think that just screams Christmas on top of the fact that it is set during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first Gremlins movie is a really fun uh, Christmas horror movie. I like Black Christmas. The 19... Ooh, was that in 74? Yep, 1974. I think that's the best Christmas movie directed by Bob Clark. I know some people would probably say A Christmas Story, um, but I'm going to go with Black Christmas for sure. And let's see. I even enjoy... Oh, GQ hates this movie, but Silent Night, Deadly Night uh, 2, I think is a lot of fun. It's garbage day. It's a great line from that movie. Um, hmm. You know, I did just this. This is not an answer to your question. Um, I but I did just watch the 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 Garfield Christmas special. It happened to show up on my YouTube feed, so I turned it on the other night. And you know, for for a silly um, holiday special for a kids show, there's some heavy stuff in that one. There's a scene with Garfield sitting with grandma and grandma's just going on about how much she misses her husband. And there's a a pretty poignant scene in there about that, which um, seemed like an odd choice for for a children's Christmas special on on reflection. But, you know, I I think that's why it has uh, maintained itself over time. Uh, Krampus, of course, was pretty good, but I think that's too modern. Um... I might say The Nightmare Before Christmas. I consider that a Christmas movie as well. So, yeah, yep. I would say maybe that one deserves on that list. That's probably the most family-oriented one that you'll get from me. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go with those. I guess I guess I'll go with those. That seems like a pretty good list, I guess. Um, one, why do you ask? And two, what about you? <clears throat> why do I ask? Um because it's a holiday topic we have not discussed. Mm. And so I figured it was worth a minute. It was worth we, a minute. We had we had to, we had to burn airtime somehow. So 
I, I think, have said, I, I, it takes a lot to get me into the holiday spirit. I enjoy certain aspects. I am not someone, my wife, this bothers her. I'm not someone who wants to put on Christmas movies every year. Like, there's not one that, and I think part of that reason, and I understand he may listen to this, and I want to apologize, but the champ had on VHS tapes almost every version of A Christmas Carol and It's a Wonderful Life. And every year we watched, what was it, the 1934, 1952, George C. Scott. <clears throat> and I Miracle think on 34th I was, Street? No, interestingly enough. I like that one, actually. Um, and while, you know, some of them are good, Muppet Christmas Carol might be in my top five. Yeah, Mrs. Um, Manson watches that one every year. And I got to say, actually, I do like that film quite a bit. I probably like that more than um, than at least Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. So I probably should have been on my list of five as well. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I think I feel like in some ways I've kind of gone the other direction in which I'm like minimalist with holidays. Die Hard is great. And yes, I also think it is a Christmas movie. Um the the animated Grinch, the original one, I do enjoy that. Nightmare Before Christmas, I think definitely would make it. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, I mean, come on. Oh, that's a I good one, too. I, the theme um, song to that movie just is is great for the season. So Yes. Uh, a Christmas Story, forget it. Some people Gosh. love it, but it's not, it's not on my list. You know... Home Alone, technically a Christmas movie. Yeah, and I guess it is about being reunited with family, so I guess I'll give it to it. Yeah. Um, I will say, if I, it's one of those things when I had cable, if you see Scrooged. Oh, that's Bill a good Murray, one, too. Yeah. You're going to wind up watching some of it. Um, so they are good. I don't seek them out. But if one is if one is on to you know if it's is one is on or if I happen to see my wife watching one, I will sit down and watch. Um, it just occurred to me because like yes. obviously I, I I love movies and if I had to pick another medium that I also love, it's probably video games. Mm -hmm. I can't. It's weird though because there's holiday movies. Is there a Christmas video game? Are there? Yeah, like. Is it? I mean, there are like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've, I'm definitely aware of like small indie games, like horror games or something that I've seen played on YouTube that are set at Christmas. So, like, they definitely exist. But like, I don't think I could name five. Never mind a top five. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. it's the sort of thing where when they're even like World of Warcraft, right? They would do a holiday event. There would be snowballs you could throw at each other and and Santa hats that you could find and wear. But like those, those like just how there is that argument about Die Hard. Just because you have the trappings of Christmas doesn't make it a holiday game, right? Like, yeah. <clears throat> I feel like at some point I saw there was like Jack Skellington is in a video game. Absolutely. I, is it like a, is it a Kingdom Hearts sort of? Yeah, I you think know, where so. they're going through the Disney type of stuff. But yeah, there's not really I'm sure maybe, you know, Steam has some indie games that's probably people make and release around the holidays. You know, 
there's a goat simulator. There's a truck simulator. I'm surprised there's not a Santa simulator. You know, you've got a land. I think we need to trademark that. Yeah. You've got to land the the sleigh on the roof. Never mind. Off. Damn it. I just went to Steam. Santa simulator is a thing. It's VR only. Six ninety nine. But again, you got to land it. You got to get yourself down the chimney. You've got to try to like get the presents under the tree, making the least amount of noise possible. I think that could be a fun game. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. We could change the name. We could change the name. Yeah, we could. There we go. We can retire now. Yeah, now we just got to get all the skills to, to make the game also. Yeah, that's on you. Yeah. All right. Um, as always, not a ton. Uh, you know, can't say there's a lot of wrestling uh, that I feel like discussing. Uh, Final Battle was good. I did watch that. What's I that? think since we've recorded. That was the Ring of Honor's year-end pay-per-view, which was on oh. Honor Club. So I did watch that. Over the weekend, it was Friday night, I want to say. They're still owned by AEW? Technically. But despite the fact that AEW does not have a streaming service, Ring of Honor does. Okay. Um, I mean, AEW does have a streaming service, just you have to live in the UK, right? You can get it through yeah. formerly Fight TV, which is now <coughs> called something else. Yes. Triller, yes, tech- maybe? Technically, that is, oh, that explains why my emails changed. What? All of a sudden, I was getting emails from something called Triller TV, and I had no idea what it was. Ah. Um, but yes, there was, you know, there were some good matches. At no point do I think it was, I, I wouldn't say, you know, head on over to Honor Club and check it out. Um, but there was some good stuff. Dalton Castle is always entertaining. Um, wh- so let me ask you a question. And this is going to be tricky for you because you don't care about wrestling. But let's say AEW had a streaming service. Let's say they're going to do their own independent streaming service. And it's going to start in 2024. And if you get it, you will be able to watch weekly t- programming. And you will be able to watch the pay-per-views. And how much is it? That's my question. How much money would you be willing to spend? Let's For an annual subscription for the year, how much would you be able to spend or would you be willing to spend for that? Weekly stuff, all the archive if you were interested, and uh, live pay-per-views. Probably 100 bucks. Okay. Somewhere in that vicinity. If it was $9.99 a month and they had it, you know, an annual deal for for a hundred bucks, that, mm-hmm. that's probably <clears throat> about what I, the limit of what I would pay. I'd be much happier if it was less, but I think less is sure. Unlikely. I'm gl- I'm glad you said that. Now what I want you to do is I want you to try to remember from a few weeks ago, you went through the roster page for Impact Wrestling. I did? You did. Impact Wrestling? Uh, I think so. I remember like looking Kurt at Lexus Hawk. King, but that's not Impact, right? No, that was last week. But before that, you went to the Impact. 
Tommy Dreamer was oh, there. Oh, yes. Tommy Dreamer. Yes. Okay. Uh, you know, you've got Kurt Hawkins, um, Moose. There, there was a series of wrestlers, and I had a very enjoyable time watching you scroll through the roster and kind of chuckling to yourself, both with, oh, these people are still wrestling, and, oh, God, look at these people. Because they have now rebranded. They're back to TNA. And they that's really have weird. The, you're back on the roster pitch. Yeah. So also, it's, it's really weird that they went back to TNA. It's such a bad name. Well, so I, I, like what? What was the thought process? <coughs> like, like switching to TNA. Like, who is, is that? That's not bringing anyone back. So, like, I mean, they that, must have I, thought it I'm would ass- bring people back. I'm assuming that's the hope. Well, and then they also. Interestingly enough, I don't know if we talked about this. They signed a deal supposedly with Endeavor, which is the same parent company that owns WWE. So now everybody's like, are we going to see some like cross branding? Are, you know, is eventually it going to all become sort of enveloped into one big promotion? So that roster that you're looking at, TNA Plus, their streaming service. It has the archive. You get all of the archive of TNA. I currently pay, or I was paying, $72 a year. And I was just watching the archive. I had no interest in the current stuff. Now, if you want their world champion package, which gives you the weekly content and the pay-per-views and the archive, Doc Manson, $220. For the year. What did the $72 get you? The, uh, the same things minus some of the pay-per-views they were doing, I think, on like Fight TV. Or and whatever. do they still offer both packages? Like, can I choose can, to not yes. get the pay-per-views yes. and still yes. get the weekly and the pay-per-views for my yes. $72? <clears throat> uh, I think now it's going to be up to like 85 or something yeah. like that. And my subscription goes until August. So I got this email being like, you know, you can save $30 on the world champion subscription. And I'm like, okay. And I went and looked and it was $220. And I'm looking at a picture of Moose and Tommy Dreamer and Eddie Edwards. And I'm like, this is not worth $220. And that's $220 after saving $30. If I was a schmuck signing no, up now, to be fair, $250, right? No, to be fair, it actually would be $190. You would oh. get the $30 off the $220. But still. That's twice what you said you were willing to pay for that roster. And I, I feel well, bad saying I mean, I it, said that about AEW. How much would you pay for that roster? Yeah. 29 bucks. When you year. told me 72, I was prepared to say, oh, yeah, that seems like that seems right. That seems about yeah. right. Yeah, that's that's it. <clears throat> I'm like, unless there's something I'm missing, unless you're going to also announce some sort of weird merger and AJ Styles is coming back. Like right now on their main page, there's, I want to say that's Killer Kelly. You've got Alex Shelley, who's your current champion. Let's, let's think Trent. about it this way too, I suppose. While I want to pay $100 for the year for everything, right? Yeah. The WWE did their big push for the WWE network. $9.99 a month. Everything, mm-hmm. inclu- obviously not the television, 
but you were getting the yeah. live premium events, right? Yes. Um, but they couldn't make it work. They couldn't get enough subscriptions, and they were the biggest company in the world True. to make that work for nine ninety nine. They ended True. up selling off the business and doing a contract with Peacock, and here we are, right? So, although I don't want to spend more than $100, I can understand that a smaller company who isn't going to have as many subscribers would have to charge more than that. And realistically, $200 is a few full-priced pay-per-views, plus there's so like, ah. It, it comes it out It makes to, sense, but <clears throat> I don't want to pay it. Yeah. It comes out with the discount if I got it. I think it, or actually, no, with even that, I think it comes out to about $18 a month. And again, I'm not opposed to paying that amount for, you know, I want wrestling to do well. So there's a part of me that would pay it. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm really only going to watch your archive stuff. And if I can do that for the next eight months, unless I get an email that says you're, we're refunding some of your money, your impact subscription is going away. Now you need to choose a TNA plus subscription. I don't know. I think the WWE network spoiled everybody, but you are right. It didn't work. So, so like I get it, but yeah, maybe, I, maybe yeah. it does make sense that AEW hasn't come out with their, streaming service yet because it's probably not you know honor club i don't remember what it costs i think it's like 90 dollars for the year but they're not expecting that to be their cash cow like that is kind of for the hardcore fans so all right doc manson you're a logical you're a logical guy i will say that yeah much to my own detriment i will also say podcast at ddtwrestling.com we have five emails for you this evening uh, and the first one comes from Pav, titled Elimination Chamber. Hi, guys. Hope you are well. As I was typing last week's email, I felt anxiety that you may not read any of my future emails out if I didn't explain where I've been all this time. Yes, my growth and development journey has cut off the majority of my social activity, the last few years, but I was very surprised that you found it strange that I didn't explain where I've been all this time. I didn't even think I needed to. I actually thought you would have liked me not explaining and diving right into topic email. So it was a huge relief in last week's episode when you said I no longer needed to explain and I now feel much better. Can we now indefinitely draw a line under it? and indefinitely go back to fun topics and facts, the line, downward arrow emoji, hyphen, 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 etc. Well, first of all, you asked a question, but didn't wait for us to answer. What? Can we now indefinitely draw a line under it? I haven't weighed in. What if I say no? Now you've drawn the line, Here's the but. thing. I think, you know, there's this weird feeling of camaraderie that comes across with people who write in the emails and the besties and that whole thing. 
And so, you know, like when we don't hear from Danielle for a little while, yeah, we want, we, we, we'd like to know what she's been up to. And I, I do think I'd like to know what Pav was up to, but not at the expense mm-hmm. of anxiety and, 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 you know, what other sort of other bad feels that go into that. I mean, if you don't, <clears throat> you don't want to share, I think that's perfectly acceptable also. That, that is also part of it because some people, and we don't know Pav, like we've talked to him, you know, he's become a pal, an amigo, a compadre, but we don't know him. But oftentimes, when I hear from people who are talking about their growth and development, they're t- saying that because that's what they do want to know. They want me to ask. They want to share their growth and development and tell me, you know, how they've how they've done it and what books they've read and how, you know. If Pav doesn't want to, then yes, we can indefinitely draw a line under it and indefinitely go back to fun topics and facts. But if he wanted to take us inside and share, then that is his choice. So let us now go back to the line and we'll go to the email. Hi, guys. Hope you are well. Do you guys prefer the new or old Elimination Chamber? I'm not talking about which is safer for wrestlers. I'm talking aesthetic. I like the old one because its circular shape was more menacing and made you more scared to enter. Look at what the circular shape did for TNA's Red Terror Dome, which I don't remember at all. The current squared elimination chamber looks like you are entering a factory. Yes, factories are dark, but you wouldn't be spooked entering one. I also feel the chains looked more thick and stood out more in the old one, giving it a more menacing feel. I'm sure the new one has its positives as well. What do you think? Pav. Fun fact. A study in 2018 found that wearing a necktie can reduce blood flow to the brain by 7.5%, causing dizziness, headaches, and nausea. They can also increase pressure on your eyes, too, if on too tight, and carry more germs. Uh, citation BBC science focused. That's why I haven't worn a necktie in many years. Uh, I'm assuming that doc is currently studying the old chamber versus new chamber. So he can give us an informed opinion. I didn't know there was a new chamber, to be honest. I mean, I guess I probably knew it at some point, but I never really registered. And yeah, the old one's better. I like the old one because of the whole squared circle thing. Like I feel like having the, ring be the square inside of the circular dome is kind of a cool like visual um Mm -hmm. and the new one kind of just just looks like a cage match except i it it, yeah it just just doesn't seem that distinct and yeah i didn't remember the uh red dome of terror terror dome or whatever it is from dna but i guess that's what they were using it's that's like sacrifice and stuff like that in 2008 so Maybe I saw it at some point. Maybe not, though. I'm sure I'll recognize it. <clears throat> I, I, All I care about in an elimination chamber is I want two things. Number one, I want the, the plexiglass little holding cells that they're in to look like they're legitimately stuck in there, not like something that even a guy like the size of Evan Bourne could break open. And I don't want the chain on the top of each of those holding cells because there was a time that Kalisto got his foot stuck. And while I laughed hilariously as he struggled for multiple minutes to get free, kind of 
defeats the purpose of the whole thing. So, uh, otherwise, I I'm I don't often notice the aesthetic, hence why I didn't really know there was a major difference. So, uh, whatever works for you works for me. Uh, Brandon Banks, to answer your question. You might not remember, but you asked the besties a question, so here I am to answer. I do like the Cranberry Spice Sprite. Of course, I add gin to it, but hey, that's just me. Much like Doc, I'm also a big fan of the peppermint mocha flavor. So, well, buy the peppermint mocha flavored creamers for the house around this time of year. The Christmas tree shaped Reese's just taste better, and I'm not sure I can explain why. I'm sure I'm forgetting a Christmas tree variant of something. Oh, well, sent from my iPhone while well, wishing you, your families, and all the besties the happiest of holidays. Is there a secret message in all of the things that he he misspelled? No, that's just Banks. Oh. I love you. I love you, Brandon. But no, that's just Banks. I, I do think he types it on his phone, so it's possible that there's some autocorrect that... I, almost, I started getting this weird feeling like maybe there was like a subliminal message. But no, it, no okay. No. All right. All right. Thank you for answering the questions we ask because we often forget that we ask them. Glenn, it's Christmas. Hi, guys. You are having a seasonal party and you've decided for some reason to invite three wrestling personalities. Which three are you inviting, either still with us or no longer around? Which drinks would you be serving and what sort of snacks would you provide? Happy holidays to you, your families, and all the besties. Glenn, double N, period. I feel like my answer to these questions is always going to be the same, but that's okay. Go ahead. I've got two of the three. Oh, no, I've got three. Uh, Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, William Regal. That's a good list. Um, the, the, the only hesitation is that Regal doesn't quite fit in with the other two. I'm sure they'd get along well, but I almost want to pull somebody from that era, too. I'm just not sure. Oh, okay. You know what? No, scrap that. Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, and the birthday boy, Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah, there you go. Those are good. Those are uh, good picks. What am, I, what am I serving? All the alcohol for those three. I think they need all the alcohol. <clears throat> and and I would send, send me your list of what snacks you'd like, and I'll make sure to get them. So they, you know, because I want them to just sit around and tell stories, and I won't say a word the whole night. I bet all of them could get down with a little amaretto. I could see it. Mm. What about you? Three wrestling personalities. Yeah, I'll go with those three. I don't know. The, the more, the more, uh, the more distance I put between myself and wrestling, the more I realize I don't think I want to talk to any of them. You don't want Mick Foley, no Undertaker. Uh-uh. Definitely not the Undertaker. Um, the three you picked, I think that could be still be a fun evening, though. I, I, I think yeah. that could be all right. All right. Uh, Nate, Christmas time. Good afternoon, DC and Doc. Do you guys get any presents for your relatives anymore? Or how do you guys view gift giving in the family? What is your favorite Christmas tradition that you do? Favorite Christmas horror movie, Doc? We will be hosting my dad's side on Christmas Eve and going to my uncle's Christmas Day for my mom's side. Should be a good time. My aunt makes great meatballs. 
Have a super rest of your week and a Merry Christmas. Your bestie, Nate. Period. Mm. There has been more talk this year than any other year of just sort of scrapping the gift giving. Um, We're still doing it, but there are various members of my family who would just as, just as rather skip it. We're, we've all across the family reached that stage where if we want something, we buy it. Um, but I get presents from my parents. Um, you know, we have two nephews, so obviously they get some things. Um, we get, you know, my wife gets presents for her family. Uh, but that's it. Those are the only family members that we tend to see on the holidays. So, yeah, that's who we're, we're buying for. We don't see many people anymore either. Um, I don't really have any plans to get anyone anything this year. I, I did get myself, like, a box of some fancy chocolates that I'll bring just so I'm not going to Christmas day empty handed, but like not any specific gifts. I imagine I will get probably uh, some pajamas and something like that from my mom. That tends to be what they do for us now. Um, The last few years we have maybe sometimes gotten them a gift card for like a restaurant that they can go to when they are down south for the winter but like ah, we are kind of we're kind of past all that honestly yeah yeah on my my side of the family there were always gifts between my mom and my grandmother and the sister you know my mom's has two sisters um and it was a big spectacle like there would be you know, presents for everybody and one person opens them at a time and you got to go in ascending order, youngest to oldest. And then there's, there's a story behind them. You listen to the story. So opening presents, I love you, mom. Opening presents was like three hours long. Yeah, that was um, actually something that I had never done before. But when I went to um, my now in-laws and celebrated a holiday with them, yeah, they do that thing where admittedly they don't have many presents, but they go around. Everybody opens a present one at a time, and they're like watching you open the present as opposed yeah. to what my experience had always been, which was just we've sorted open the presents and now open them. And there's just sort of you look across yeah. the room and your, <clears throat> your, your brother or your mother are opening their own presents and there's just, yeah, it was it was a very different um, feel mm-hmm. for sure. I can appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, like if you have taken the time to buy something, you want to see them open it, and you want that them to have the minute to like express the appreciation or whatever. Um, but yeah, my wife's side of the family, it's much more. You know, actually, I think they've slowed down a bit since spending more time with my side, which transitions in. Talked about it before Christmas Eve, most years. Christmas Eve, my wife and my wife's parents head to my parents' house. It's kind of a mixed family gathering. It's very nice, very relaxed. We do some presents, we have some delicious food. Lately, we've all taken to spending the night at my parents' house, and then we're awake Christmas morning to do breakfast, and then we're off. So um, I'm not sure how that's going to work for this year. But that is a nice tradition. What about you? Favorite tradition? 
I don't know that I have any anymore. Um, you know, when I was younger, we used to go to my grandparents, who was the father's side of the family on Christmas Eve. Um, and he had a big family. There'd be all the aunts and uncles and all the cousins and all that. But the grandparents have passed on. Most of the, well, all the brothers have passed on. And the sisters are still around, I suppose. But there's no there's no unifi- unified part of that family. We don't see each other anymore. Um, yep. Grandparents have passed on on my mother's side. Don't really see anybody there anymore. Um, you know, up until this past year, my great uncle was still with us and he was at all the holidays, but Thanksgiving was the first holiday after he had passed. So even he's not really around anymore. So I guess at the moment, my favorite tradition would have to be a non-answer, but perhaps the traditions that will be formed moving forth as now mm. that the traditions of the past have really largely yep. faded away. So, yeah, we, we did the same thing. My dad's side of the family got together every Christmas Eve um, as a kid. And then when my grandmother passed in 95, that was the end. Like the, she was the glue that through sheer will and guilt trip kept the family together and kept everyone behaving and when she passed, a lot of the family stopped speaking to each other. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I um, guess, uh, like, you know, we do our own thing at home on Christmas morning with the pups and exchange mm-hmm. presents. And that's a nice tradition. But that's just a traditional sure. thing. And I'm not even sure we're doing it this year. I, I don't think we have any gifts for each other this year, honestly. So, like, maybe it'll just be a nice morning with... um some of those Trader Joe's chocolate croissants and ah yes, you know, put on some Christmas music yep. and have some coffee and just <clears throat> enjoy one another's presents, perhaps. Stone Stonewall Kitchen, which for those in the UK is the name of a series of sort of artisanal food products. I don't know how you would really describe it. Um, they sell stuff at our local Mega Mart, and it was on Wicked Sale. So we picked up a lot of scone mix. So I imagine we'll make some scones. And by Wicked, he doesn't are... mean evil. He means really good for our UK yeah. friends. Yes, that is also a, a northeastern New England sort of thing. Um, but yeah, if we're alone on Christmas, which is possible, we'll have some scones and chill out and not do a whole lot. Uh, favorite Christmas horror movie? I know you kind of talked about it already. Yeah, um, if I had to pick one, it's probably Gremlins. Probably. But Krampus is pretty good as well. What was the other one I gave? Oh, Black Christmas is really good too. But Black Christmas doesn't, it doesn't make good use of the Christmas time despite the fact that it's literally Christmas in the title, right? I feel like Gremlins mm-hmm. with the caroling Gremlins and all that stuff gets some of that mood across better. And certainly Krampus does better than either of those because it's very Christmas centric. But I don't know. Krampus to me is is a little too on the nose with everything. So I probably Gremlins. Although even, you know, honorable mention, the first uh actually. You know, I can't. I was gonna say, isn't the first child's play a Christmas movie? But it might not be. I can't remember. Does she gift Chucky to Andy as a Christmas gift, or is it just a birthday gift? Something tells me it's Christmas, but I'm not actually sure about that. Huh? I have to look that up. 
Yeah, anyways, prob- probably Gremlins. Probably Gremlins. Maybe this time next year it might be Terrifier 3, though, knowing that that's going to be set at Christmas. We'll have to find out. Although, again, there we go. three star movies, so something <clears throat> tells me probably not. But uh, According to Wikipedia, it's his birthday. Okay, so not a Christmas movie. All right. Yeah. Our final email of the evening comes from Mrs. Manson, Dreidel Knight. Hi, guys. Reporting back to share that Dreidel Knight was a huge success. Shout out to Rochelle and her hubs and Baby Mox, GQ, and the Arsicist for braving the rain and joining the festivities. There was lots of food and, of course, great company and lots of laughter. Sure, we got creative with the Dreidel game rules and some side wagers. That sounds like you had an orgy. Were made, but that's all part of the fun. We also surprised GQ and sang him happy birthday and shared a delicious tuxedo cake from Costco. Dot can give you the full report. And he did. Looking forward to making Dreidel Night an annual tradition again. Next up, Christmas. Happy holidays, Mrs. M. I had fun. How was the how was the baby? Baby like? Did the baby play? No. Okay. It was baby Mox is mostly just like happy to be here, you know? He was kind of just looking at everything for the first time and being like, oh, that's a thing. Well, that fan is moving. Oh, there's lights over there. Hey, puppy dogs. Those are those are neat. He, he, was, he was pretty non-fussy, too. Don't get me wrong. They weren't here a long time, necessarily. Maybe only a couple hours. And they took turns because Rob was here with Rochelle. And they took turns with the kid and, you know, feeding him and changing uh, diapers and things. But, like, no, he was he was pretty cool. He wasn't whiny. He wasn't fussy. He was just kind of hanging out. It was kind of fun. Did he, tr- did he try to start a death match? Um, yes. Yes, we did have to keep uh, uh, taking the razor blade out of his hand. He kept going to, to you know... <clears throat> He's taking his baby spoon. Yeah, he was trying down. the blade, but we weren't, we weren't going to let him. So um, that seemed to upset get, him. Get a little bit. Get a little older. Yeah. Little older. No, he was good. He was good. Uh, he was great. Thank you to Pav and Banks and Glenn and Nate and Mrs. Manson. We have appreciated your emails all year long and look forward to continuing to get them uh, well into uh, episode 400. Doc Manson, give me that piece of positivity. What you got lined up or a couple days out of uh, the holidays. Huh? Um, surprises you every yeah week. I don't know I guess I'll this is boring but because like I feel like I'm because it's, it's boring and it feels untrue but like grades are submitted so in like it feels like the semester is behind me at this point you know again there are still loose ends and emails and crap that I am sorting through but it feels nice to actually kind of be done with another semester under the belt and having a little bit of time off so i mean i don't know exactly what to do but um i've already started thinking about horrid well i've already started thinking about next semester of the course there's definitely some stuff i want to figure out there i mean at some point I, i i would like to actually start making my own slides instead of relying on the mostly textbook related ones so like um, I don't think that that's necessarily going to happen for this semester, but I'm definitely, I started like looking at the chapters and like trying to 
better articulate what I think are like the four or so like important broad concepts from each chapter. Um, you know, try to direct myself. And that might actually help the students ultimately because I do think the challenge of the course is the amount of material that is covered. And so if I were to sort of reduce chapters to these broad strokes, it, it might actually be more approachable and digestible. I, I don't know. But then I, would I leave out too much context? I, I don't know. But, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a shame nobody's ever considered making this a year-long course. It is a shame. It is a shame. Just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just saying, just saying. I, I sincerely hope you get the chance to rest and relax and watch all the anime and manga you can handle. Um, I, I think I'm kind of I think I'm kind of mangaed out right now. I mean, I've been just reading so much. And then this last week, really, like the last two or three days, I've kind of just been looking at my iPad and been like, eh. Eh. I don't feel like watching any movies. So now I and I don't feel like playing really any video games. I, I will say the last like day or two. I have opened Steam and sort of been like, mm, what is on sale? What what is what, what am I looking at here? But I uh, yeah I don't know. I, nothing is really jumping out at me. Maybe I'll read a book. Maybe I'll get something from the library. I don't know. We'll see. There you go. Uh, I don't know. That feels a lot like reading manga go. though. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Because chances are I would just read it on my iPad. So you know, it's fair. How about um, you? Let's see. For me, I will go with... Uh, this is a weird one. Um, on the YouTube. Uh, so I was we watched some video of a, a person who took the, the California Zephyr train, which is this train that goes from California to Chicago, and it's 52 hours. It's a sleeper train. And it's like 52 hours, and they sort of you know, vlogged along the way. And I was just curious because the scenery looks beautiful. I think I would um, hate being on a sleeper train because my body shape, I don't think necessarily, you know, the, the, if you have the sleeper car, if you pay for the high end car, you have your own bathroom, but the shower and the toilet are in the same like standing area and I'm pretty sure that if I went into that area, both shoulders would hit the walls. <laughs> and fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I happened to find on on the YouTube that they have somebody has gone through and literally just stuck a camera out the window and just recorded the entire thing. And so now I'm looking at like that led me to looking at drone. I had in my classroom today, dr like a three hour drone footage of like rivers and waterfalls and things. So I've been watching all of these, you know, they're not documentaries, but they're just these like nature things. Here's, you know, two hours of, you know, drone shots of the Grand Canyon. And I find it very peaceful and relaxing to just sort of like stare at it for a few minutes, especially while I'm teaching. They love that. Um, and just sort of, you know, enjoy these beautiful nature sites. It's made me think a little that I should probably get out and try to see some of these things in person. But then again, there are these beautiful HD cameras that really capture it. So, you know, that that sort of thing. Just kind of, I'm, I'm a day away. I am eight hours of teaching away from being done for 11 days. And so I, you know, the brain is 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 hoping to just sort of 
settle for a bit. So that has been something enjoyable these last few days. Very nice. Friends, you all sent us happy holidays. We want to send to you. Speak for yourself. However you choose. Oh, oh then I'll speak for myself. Yes, I would like to send for you the happiest of holidays. Uh, whatever you are doing with whoever you choose to do it with, as long as it's safe and consensual, have yourselves a fabulous time. Uh, we will, I, I'm assuming, gather again before the new year. So perhaps we'll do some resolutions or year in review. Who the you know? Maybe there'll be some awards. I don't know. Doc Manson might have some secret awards planned. We'll find out. Um, nope. Okay, well, it was a nice idea. <laughs> Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good holiday night? Well, if you'd like to have your thoughts right in the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. Uh, uh, my brain just broke. If you like what you've heard. How could you? How could you? Head on over to patreon.com and uh, forward if, slash. If, again, forward slash DDT wrestling. Send a little support to DC and Doc. Helps us keep the lights on and this podcast train a chugging. And who knows? Maybe Doc will decide, you know what we're going to get? We're going to get that world champion tier. We want to watch Tommy Dreamer in all his. No, <laughs> Tommy no, Dreamer ate Tommy Dreamer. We're good. In, in all his glory, having him. People say Impact's really good. I, with the exception of like, you know, I'm sure Chris Sabin's still great and Josh Alexander's a lot of fun. I don't know the rest of it. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Happiest of holidays to you and yours. Until we meet again, my friends. Won't you won't be? You be our bestie. Our bestie. <laughs>